Hello, and welcome to Rhapsody. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Good Omens. It's a beyond brilliant show. It's amazing, it's funny, and it's sweet, and it's exciting, and it's just everything that you want in a TV show. But we're going to talk about it specifically today because the end of season two was a bit traumatic. Um, for all of y'all that are into the fandom, it it was hard to watch. For me personally, like, Cursed Neil Gaiman, I don't know how I can survive with it ending like that. Because season one was nice and, like, their relationship was pretty light. Nothing dramatic was going on. And then they decided just to, like, crush your heart. So we're going to talk about that because we love the ineffable husbands so much it's it's insane this is really depressing but good omens for anyone who hasn't seen the show is about an angel and a demon who become friends on earth they've been friends hanging out on earth with humans for thousands of years and they come together to prevent armageddon so they can save humanity and save earth so that's what they do in the first season And then in the second season, the archangel Gabriel shows up to the angel's bookshop naked. And there's a mystery surrounding Gabriel. So the two main characters on the show are Azaraphale and Crowley. Azaraphale is an angel. He's played by Michael Sheen. He's amazing. He's sweet. He's he's such a nice guy as you would expect an angel to be. And then there's Crowley, who's played by David Tennant, and he's kind of this angry, not bitter, but kind of snarky guy. Um, And he's a little bit dark. And so their personalities are quite literally the opposite of each other, and so are their demeanors and their appearances. And it's just really fun to get to see them be besties and go on this great journey together. So, the first season is based on the book that Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett wrote, like, so long ago. It's it's actually a pretty old book. The book is really good, but they adapted it for television so well, I feel like the TV show is better. The TV show is a bit different from the book, though, not gonna lie, but um, they're both really good and exciting and... The narration is funny, and it's just like a really funny, witty show and book. The story is really, really good. But my favorite part of it is Azaraphale and Crowley's relationship. They're so sweet, and they would really do anything for each other. Like, they were friends before Crowley became a demon, before he fell, because he was an angel at some point. And it's just really fun to see them kind of leave the sides of heaven and hell and come and be their own forces because in reality heaven and hell kind of control them and don't respect them especially heaven to Azaraphale like heaven was so shit Azaraphale like they were mean to him they did not care about him and this is why it makes the season two ending even worse So we're going to talk about season two because that's what just came out on July 28th and yo, it had me crying. So season two is a masterpiece. I don't know if I can say it's better than season one. 
I feel more things from it. Let's just say they're equally good. The show is amazing. The storytelling is a bit different in season two. They're trying to tell a different story. I feel like it's a gap season. And then season three is just going to be like super jam-packed with a bunch of things happening. But this was like a nice, gentle, and soft romantic season, which is literally what Neil Gaiman described the season as. So in season two, there are three couples. The human couple is Maggie and Nina, who they actually never become a couple officially during the season. But it's kind of, I don't want to say it's centered around them, but there's a lot of focus on them and how Aziraphale and Crowley try to make them fall in love, which is very interesting. And human emotions and the skills and mindsets of celestial beings don't really clash together so a lot of chaos happens but Maggie and Nina are really sweet and Nina owns a coffee shop across the street from Azarafel's bookstore and Maggie owns like a record store that's like in the same building I guess as Azarafel's bookshop and they're really important to the story I I love them um they're they're really nice they're they're nice people they're nice women and then you have Aziraphale and Crowley obviously who in this season they definitely get a bit more intimate and romantic and for the longest time like I never really shipped them as romantic partners because I thought like oh celestial beings don't really have emotional and romantic or like even sexual partners like that's not how it works but they've been on earth for so long and you know anything can happen like we're all just stardust even the celestial beings so of course like you know like energy is flying you know so these two went from being like best friends to just dying for each other which made me die like oh my god um there's gonna be spoilers in this by the way I'm going to talk about the season two finale, so just beware. The third couple in the show is Gabriel, the angel, and Beelzebub, who's like the lord of hell. And that's the whole mystery, because when Gabriel shows up to Aziraphale's bookshop naked, everyone's like, oh my god. And so Heaven's trying to find Gabriel, and they're like, we can't find him. I know that Aziraphale is doing something, because they also sensed a miracle that Aziraphale and Crowley did at the bookshop. So it was this whole big mess. But in the end, basically, Gabriel just was in love with Beelzebub. And he was like, screw heaven. Like, y'all are doing too much, basically. And Beelzebub was like, yeah, screw hell. Like, y'all y'all can have it. Like, I'm bouncing. I'm checking out. So I don't know. The ineffable bureaucracy was so cute. Like, them two together, like, yes. They, uh, but they also inspired Aziraphale and Crowley, especially Crowley at the end, to make some moves. So, oh, that last scene, like the show was so gentle and quiet and nice to watch for the first five and a half episodes of season two. But season two, episode six, the last 10 minutes wrecked everyone because we're getting to this buildup where, like, something's going to happen. 
we know something's going to happen between our favorite little angel and demon. The buildup is insane on the show, especially because the two seasons have so delicately formed their relationship. So maybe that's also what makes it so good. And oh, it just makes you feel so much. But Maggie and Nina's speech to Crowley really helped him realize his feelings. And they they made him inspired which I don't know if this was a good thing at the moment because then the Metatron came and spoke to Aziraphale, which we already know what happened. Which Oh my God, it's so sad. But the scene where Crowley's like, we can run away together. And he literally did that. Mm, he did that before. But this was a little bit different. This was like super intentional. And the way he was just like, Aziraphale, like we've, We've known each other for so long. We've known each other for thousands of years. And we've spent a lifetime together, many lifetimes together. We have always pretended that we're not meant for each other and we're not supposed to like each other, but we do and we're best friends. And, you know, we could be us. They could have been us. Like, that's so crazy. And Aziraphale is the one that really loved Crowley first. Like, he he fell first, but, but Crowley fell harder. Like, Aziraphale is... There's so many instances in the show where you can look and just see Aziraphale being so much in love with Crowley. Like, the heart eyes are everywhere. And it's just so sweet. And the fact that he said no to Crowley... I think he was just really thinking that he could change the world. And if he was in charge of heaven and accepted the Metatron's offer, then he could really do some good for the world. But heaven is just as corrupt and bad as hell. So I think he's being kind of naive about it, especially because heaven treated him so poorly that he kind of just wants to prove himself and show that he's worthy of heaven's love and their respect. But... He wants Crowley more. Like the scene that we saw when the credits were rolling and they're just both miserable. And Xerophel's face in the elevator, he's just, he's broken. But it was after Crowley kissed Xerophel. It, oh my God, the way that Xerophel pulled back and he was realizing all of his emotions in that moment and he was terrified he wasn't scared of Crowley he was like scared of his feelings and the fact that he knew that he wasn't gonna pursue them and then the way he touched his lips at the end like oh my god like this show did way too much but it's 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 really really good but Crowley after he put those sunglasses back on like all his defenses were up He's never going to be the same. I feel really bad. They both came to that climax and then they just let it go. And we could have seen them go off together like Gabriel and Beelzebub did, but they didn't. And it's really depressing. And that's why we need season three. So hopefully once the writer's strike is over, they can produce a season three because it's all written and ready and all they need to do is film it and stuff, says the staff. 
on the team for the show. So I I hope everything works out really well. It's just so emotional, but it's such good writing. And I just have a real emotional attachment to these characters. And I've been watching so many TikToks and YouTube videos. Just so much information on the fandom and canons and head canons and trying to find out what people are thinking. The coffee theory, it makes you feel better. It's for all of the Azeraphale defenders out there. Like he was tricked by the Metatron. He was being manipulated. Like dude put something in his coffee to manipulate him. I don't know. I think Azeraphale just made a bad decision. And that's going to allow for a lot of character growth in season three. So I'm, I really hope that it wasn't the coffee theory. I don't think it was. Um, that would be kind of robbing us of a lot of self-reflection that Azarafel kind of needs to do. And it would make it much less interesting. But I get it. We love Azarafel. We don't want to see him make bad decisions like this. The lie theory is a little bit more plausible for me. But... I just think that it's straight. I think it is how it is. What happened, happened. And I've been watching a lot of animatics and reading a lot of fanfic. And I saw one that was, oh my God, I cried like for no reason. It was showing the aftermath of the season two finale. And Azarafel is like up in heaven and Crowley is on earth and... They both are slowly finding each other. And by the end, Azarafale sees Crowley and he gives him the biggest hug. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And it's so sweet. Like he jumps into his arms. I have to find the video again because it was so good. This person like drew the most beautiful animatics. And like it was to What Was I Made For? Which the song is just perfect for their situation. And after he hugs Crowley, Crowley, like, looks really relieved and happy. He's really, like, elated to see him. And then Azarafel is the one who kisses Crowley. And it's, and, like, (laughs) Crowley is the one that's surprised. And it's just really sweet. And it's kind of the opposite of what we saw in season two, episode six. And then they're together. And then Azarafel is in bed and he's holding a pillow, like, Crowley, Crowley, where are you? And then Crowley's gone. And I was like, no, why'd you do that? But in my like head at that moment, I really thought that we're going to see that in season three. Like if we don't see a switcheroonie, if we don't see a Zerafel being the one confessing his love openly to Crowley, I'm going to lose my mind. Like that just felt so perfect and so real. Zerafel can do it. This season's going to be crazy. So hopefully like 2026, maybe three years. Hopefully we'll see a season three. But Good Omens is amazing. Everyone should go see it. Both seasons are out on Amazon Prime. Amazing, amazing show. The book is great. Go read the book. Go pick it up. It's not that long. It's beautiful. So, yeah. that. Ooh, it's just shows like that. You don't see them very often. And it's just super exciting. To see something that's like so fantastical. I really like the satire of it. It's a really interesting story talking about celestial beings. You don't have to play by the rules of humanity. Humans are pretty restricted with what we can do and they can do the unlimited. So 
maybe that's why the show is so fun. But that's it for today's episode of Rhapsody. Thank you for listening.